0: I can a, definitely hear not that. a lot of not a lot yeah. of room in my house. Uh, I don't know if you guys heard about the interest rates, but uh...
1: so the <laughs> cat using the that's your cat using the bathroom. Yeah. Okay, we'll wait. We don't want to start until uh, as a cat Epo's done taking a shower <laughs> in the studio.
2: Let's see. Oh, my little cat's in there.
1: There were some blocks. <laughs> is, is Gus, is Gus going to use a litter box too? He tried. I kicked him out. You gonna get piss in your boot. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is. All right, you guys ready to roll? Yes. Ready. All ready. right. Hello All right. and welcome to the fourth officials EPL and World Soccer podcast. I am your host Tom Miller, here with your co-host Arsenal fan Ken Lee, another co-host. Tottenham fan Pete Miller and guys, no James today. Uh, even though City won both their games this week, no James. He could be here, gloating and stepping all over the losers as this is a winners' pod, guys. But the headlines will be about the losing teams in the Premier League. Um, first of all, best wishes to James's grandma, who he's taken care of after surgery. Best wishes to Jima. Um, I don't know if you knew this, Dr. Pete or James or Ken, that that she actually provided space for James and I to play music in her garage on her street. Like we were playing music and she was very kind, even though we were playing loudly in the garage and like the noise echoed and her neighbors were like, what's going on there? GMI gave us a chance. So uh, Kenley, I know that hits hard for you because you used to be a drummer, right? There you go.
2: Yeah, yeah. Space is key. Space I didn't key. know
0: you were a drummer.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a lifetime seen... ago. A lifetime ago. When he I pegged dreads.
0: you as uh, more of a lead singer type.
2: No, no, no I can't sing. Long hair, I'm
1: terrible. And he has—he had dreads, Pete, like sweet ones, like all the way down to his back. He looked like awesome. ones
2: you
0: didn't wash your hair for five years.
2: <laughs> yeah, when, <laughs> dreads. Yeah, that's a good question. Now you do wash them. Did you wash your hair. You wash them. Yeah, you wash them.
0: Well then, they're not real dreads.
2: Well, <laughs>
1: you know, it's opinion. It's opinion. Anyway, back, <laughs> back, back to the winners' pod, guys. Arsenal win. Tottenham win. Manchester United win. Manchester City win. But we we've been doing start... a lot of
0: pods where every, everybody has won. Isn't it weird? weird? This we is it's fun weird fun considering there's a
2: United can... fan on.
1: <laughs> well, can you hang in there, buddy? Think the yellow ball showed up. Yeah, that yellow ball was here this weekend. So, uh...
2: What happened? Yeah, yeah five goals of out. the
1: yellow ball. Well, it was still October, also. I think.
2: I think. It was Funny you October. mentioned that before we get into it. I was actually when I turned the game on, <laughs> I did look over at Megan and I was like, "What the f- is this yellow ball out for?" It's not even snowing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> the paranoia came out. <laughs>
2: what did What did
1: Megan? What did Megan respond? Because I know Megan before has said things like. Well, it's still Oh, early. that's We're Megan's go-to. Megan's go-to. What what, what
2: what? month is it? <laughs> now, her, now her big thing is, because she knows what points are, she's like, oh, so it's not even a full game.
1: Oh, wow. Mm. Just dropping hate. Uh, Ken, I do want to ask you later about your how your um, rec soccer team is Ugh, doing. Yeah. We'll get to that at the end of the podcast. I do like asking you about how your teams are doing. Um, I know Pete... Your, we can talk about your your son's team as well. They had a tough weekend, I know. The uh, what is it? The, the alligators or the crocodiles?
0: Uh there's the gators. There's also an alligators team, and there's wow. a gators team in a ten gators. team. So there's a gators team.
2: and alligators. <laughs> wow, it's confusing.
0: What do we have to do to figure out a different animal?
1: Yeah, we we don't have ten animals. Ten team to
2: use? kids league. Uh, or just I, I eliminate or just all of that. I, I don't allow the kids to choose the here? team name. I, I choose it. So,
1: <laughs> uh, We'll get into that later. First, let's start with uh, the red team from Liverpool, guys, <laughs> losing to Leeds United in the 90th minute. This is a really big loss. I think, Pete, you were talking about it, and we always talk about how big it is to lose to bad teams because then when your schedule gets harder, all of a sudden you have to you have to take points off the good teams. Um, I mean, amongst other reasons. But, you know, Liverpool coming off of a loss to a very bad, very, very bad Nottingham Forest team, which is one of the worst losses probably in Liverpool's, like, last 10 years, I would think, um, and definitely in the Klopp brain. Coming off of that loss... And then to immediately lose to Leeds, who are not far from relegation themselves, another relegation battling team. Um, Pete, I'll start with you. Like the bottom line, I mean, we can talk. We will talk about what's going wrong and all that. But what do these losses, these back-to-back losses, mean in the grand scheme of the season?
0: I mean, this is full-on panic mode now because this was a home game. Yeah, and they have this ridiculous record at Anfield where. They've been able to rely on it as their fortress to bolster them. The one year when they were terrible, they relied on it to get into the top four. And this year, they've still been able to pick up points at home, even though they've been pretty dreadful on the road. But this was a terrible loss. And it wasn't like Leeds pipped one. I mean, Leeds had a... I mean, the first goal was garbage, but they had a bunch of chances. I mean, this... This Liverpool defense is looks like one of the worst defenses in the Prem through the first couple months. I mean it's shocking. They go behind in every single game. It's like clockwork. Yeah. I mean if you go you go behind every single game, you're you're gonna drop points left and right. It's just shocking how bad they've been and you know, the forest loss was bad. It was like, okay, we're in a we're in the scrap for the top four titles out of out of our mm-hmm. range and now it's like oh my god we're heading below the top four teams which are all going the opposite direction really six if you count newcastle
1: Mhm. yeah i think you have to count newcastle at this point as well um yeah i mean i totally agree i think these results at a certain point you can i mean you, you zoom in to figure out what's wrong right and there's been a lot of talk about trent alexander arnold and robertson hasn't played um you know, MaTip's not playing, but that's that's pretty normal, guys, for MaTip not to be in the lineup um, here and there. I, he 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 had a nice stretch last season, I think, where he stabilized the defense. But before that, he had been in and out for 30% of games and whatnot. Uh, Tiago had an ear infection and has been out for like two weeks. Came back into the lineup as a like a left center midfielder, I guess, but. He missed the Nottingham Forest game. It's I'm not a doctor, Pete, but like being out for an ear infection for like ten days is kind of pathetic. Um,
0: I mean, if I told you there's a player on one of the top six teams that was going to miss a game because of an ear infection, who would you guess? <laughs> That's honest. fair.
1: That's fair, uh, uh, Ken. So, I mean, you're watching this this Liverpool team. They lined up differently this time. It was kind of like a almost a 4 2 diamond in the middle the way they started based on their personnel Fabinho sitting deep Firmino as a center attacking midfielder but Nunez kind of makes them more narrow so you can't really push him out wide and Firmino has to play as a false nine so they were they were playing a different kind of diamond shape and then they they lost Ken they, they missed their goals I think was this a game Pete where Nunez hit the the side or was that that's that the previous game against Nottingham Forest where he hit the post Really that was hard. a previous
0: game but uh he's he's had some misses in this one too.
1: Mhm. He gets his misses uh, Ken. So if you're a Liverpool fan, what are you hoping for now as they kind of limp into the World Cup, they play Tottenham this weekend in a massive game and then and then Southampton before the World Cup. What are you hoping Yeah, for? I,
2: who would have thought? I mean they're hoping for the World Cup break. Like they need this to stop and they need to reset. They might be the only team in the league right now that is waiting for the break. It won't matter how they go in because they can't really fix this. They can't write this yet. But I think more than anyone in the league, they need a break. And they need to reset, retool, and get themselves back to neutral. I just don't know if they're going to be able to with, you know, how they're playing currently. Um, it's kind of a catch-22 to me. I mean, they're, they're, you're going to go out of form into a very long break. I mean, what are the chances that you look any different coming back? I mean, it's going to be a reacclimation phase. I mean, not like, uh, I don't know. Like, it's bad news. And as Pete says, you hate to see it. But, uh, but uh, I mean, who, who <laughs> da, who, anyone that's not that's a Liverpool true. fan, I mean, there's that. no other team that deserves to go through this than Liverpool right now. This team specifically, though, I will say, you said that Leeds is a very bad team. I, I think that's unfair to Leeds. They're maybe out of form they're out of form
1: but if bad. you
2: lead let a team like Leeds, if you leave them in the game long enough you set yourself up to get a heartbreaking either tying goal or in this case a winning goal um but like pete said in the, in the beginning the liverpool defense is god awful bad this season and they go down almost every single game and just by doing that alone You're allowing every single team the opportunity that's below you in the table to get get ahead quickly and then set up shop and say, come after us.
1: Yeah, I mean, they really didn't even have to do that, though. I mean, the the Gomez pass back that went right past Allison was a really, really bad mistake. There's a lot of uh, technical issues there. When you're passing back to the goalie, it's always supposed to be wide of the post, etc., etc. It was kind of a no look pass as well, and they deserve to be punished for it. But the second goal was like slow defending. It wasn't really anything. It wasn't even like a uh, free for all or anything like that. It was like Virgil Van Poor Dijk defending again, across the line. Yeah, caught flat footed yeah. again, and that seems to be a common theme. Is, is well, it Virgil Van Dyke or the other center back, Gomez or whoever, getting caught flat-footed.
2: Yeah, I, mean, I think that they're they're literally and figuratively tired as a team. Yeah, like everyone, they're exposed. They're super tired. They're under invested in in terms of depth. They they've spent money, but they didn't spend wise money. Yeah. So. They're victims. Of I mean, it right you now. look
1: at what's on their bench for depth, and you have some unproven players that you can't really bark, you know, say too much about. Carvalho being, being that player. Uh, Simicus has been okay. He's actually had a, a nice amount of assists. I don't know how he is defensively. Watching him play, they're usually against much poorer teams, so he doesn't play much defense. And then you have the Ox, Ken, your boy. Oxley Chamberlain, <laughs> who was actually a semi, like, high signing when they actually signed him but he never plays for Liverpool ever I don't I don't even know if he's registered for the Champions League I don't I don't think he is registered for the Champions League. I don't
2: know if he's registered for Champions League but I'm, I'm I think he's made a couple of appearances this season. I think he
1: has too because they've had to do that but again Pete I mean you're putting James Milner on and telling him to win the game and you're hoping for Harvey <laughs> Elliott and Curtis Jones to uh fill you're not the even gap. putting
2: Milner on you're starting him in some of these yeah. games multiple games in a row he has started well, at, as a left right track, back or right back. Trent yeah, right Trent back.
1: got yanked again in this game for James Milner. Trent was yanked again. Um, so you got that problem going on. And I guess, you know, if you're Liverpool, everybody's talking about getting into the window and Liverpool spending money, but they did spend in it in this <laughs> I mean, they didn't spend nothing. Yeah, in January, they're talking about them spending – uh, I mean, they did buy Nunez. They sold Mane, so there was some money coming back in. And guys, stop me if you've heard this before, but a team that is, the, the results are failing. They're talking about protesting the ownership. Of course. The American ownership. Yeah, where are these owners the from? Protest conversations have started. Yeah, yeah. American in the United honors. States. Yeah. Cool. Mm hmm. They're saying they're underinvested, criminally underinvested, and that. Uh, it's all the ownership's fault. I, you know, guys. I've been, we've been doing this podcast for like four or five years, Pete, and I seem to remember going through tweets of them talking about how amazing their ownership structure was. This is like two years ago.
0: <laughs> Maybe not even that. Fans are so fickle. Yeah. It's unbelievable.
1: It's okay
2: for it's, fans. It's to be hilarious. Fickle. fickle fans are fine. fine it, it's just like always players. the same story. Oh, American owners. That's a problem. That's a I, I problem. I, yeah.
0: I, I don't think... think it does your club any good um i can no. s- speak as like a tottenham fan where like a couple games ago they're booing the players off at halftime you know because the football is dire and it's like really after one half yeah. you know it's like you, you are you going to do better than this with another coach <laughs> i yeah. know it was a bad half but like they're, they're so fickle it's unbelievable
1: I, I do understand the fickle part of fandom, you know, especially when you go on a losing streak of, you know, three of five or something like that, and you're supposed to be title contenders or supposed to be in the mix, that kind of stuff. I do understand that. I have a real problem when they turn on the ownership, especially because ownership is more of, like, of of a, of a higher view, right? Like, it, it's more about, to, like, the foundation of the club, how your, your brand is and all that kind of stuff. Like, it, it, it's not... About five results, ten results, or even a season's worth of results—it really isn't. It's about your track record, and if you look at the track record of Liverpool's owner, um, what is it? FSG, Fenway Sports Group, I think. They they do invest, and they have given them money. It's not—you can't compare yourself to the oil clubs. But they they, they they have invested a, a decent amount of money, just like they did this off season, spending. Yeah, I think as a fan, Euros you should
2: stop stop I, the I, argument at this question. If you can answer, if the answer is no to this question, you should shut it up. Could the population of Liverpool live in, in within the, the, the jurisdiction of Liverpool afford put all of their pennies together and afford to purchase Nunes? And if the answer is no. Then your owner is better than your solution.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I feel the exact same way about Manchester United. And if you'll notice, guys, there are no protests at Manchester United. Why do you think that is, Pete? Why are there no protests at Manchester United right now? No, they're in
0: fifth.
1: Because they're in fourth. Because they're winning (laughs) matches. Whatever. Because they're winning matches. (laughs) Game in hand. Game in hand. Game in hand. (laughs) Because they're winning matches, guys. And, and, and United, they did throw a bunch of late money in the window. But they still had protests on the first three or four matches of the season because they lost the first two matches. And the protests came out. And then no more protests, guys. No more protests because they're playing pretty good soccer and they're viable in the league and all that kind of stuff. I just think it's, you know, the fickleness of fans. It's fine, I think, for coach, for to be against managers and and players and to get all wound up after like you know five matches in a row or 10 matches in a row of of poor results but ownership you can't do that with and i don't think you can ever really turn and be like go from our owners are the best in the world and singing songs about them and then two years later when they're doing the exact same thing they did to build your build your great side you can't turn around and just be like you guys are the worst like, it's your fault we suck. It can't possibly be the players and the manager failing, you know? Why is it all of a sudden the, the owners can? I don't know.
2: I mean, if you're going to point at know. owners at Liverpool, I think the only thing you can really, and you're still stretching, is allowing yeah. Mane to go. But that did go. To keep him, it would have gone against the wage structure. You'd have to break a wage structure. And then at that point, all bets are off once you break it once. Sure. Yeah, you can't keep both because you were gonna break to it for for Salah. You already yeah. had done it. You can't break it for two because then what's the difference now? Now we gotta break it for Virgil. We gotta break it for for Mina's gonna come up at some point. Like, yeah. it, it's just a floodgate uh, of <laughs> expiring contracts. <laughs> so they have to make a stance. And again, yeah. if you can't afford what has been brought in, you should purchase your ticket or watch for watch at home for free. Like, don't go to the game. Don't go to the game. I That's think one the, of the things that works. The things Don't that go happened, to
0: games. One of the things that happened to Liverpool, which a lot of teams that go through a, a good cycle, all of their players sort of came up and became good at the same time. And then you run into a problem because you can't renew them all, mm-hmm. and they sort of all run out of steam or become stores or whatever. And then... It's all happening at the same time all over the pitch. Uh, Man City, like, they've steadily built every year. They spent, you know, a decent amount every single year. But, you know, if a guy like Sterling or Jesus leaves, like, they get replaced um, by guys who can actually start. And Liverpool just haven't brought in enough guys who can crack this, like, actually start. How many guys have they brought in the last four years who three years who have been able to displace any of their starters.
1: So is that a, you're saying it's a recruitment problem? Cause they have spent money on Konate, Tiago. I mean, Tiago well, was
0: recruitment, but it's also like if, if your whole team becomes good all at the same time, like all the guys develop at the same time. And then mm-hmm. you, you have this incredible couple of years. The, the same thing happened to Spurs. It was like Kane, Erickson, son, you know, the two fullbacks, yeah. uh, Vertonghen, um, Yawn.
2: They also mm-hmm. they also went through a a wild period a wildly lengthy period of absolutely not one injury. So I do think you oh, you yeah, kind of true. get into this comfort phase, like, well, what we have is enough. But as these play the, yep. all the years and mon- the months and years seasons that are going by of you not getting injured, in that comfort level, I, they maybe have forgotten they'd forgotten that they're getting older too. <laughs> Still now, yeah. so what happens is like the, you get this this picket fence approach. Like, oh well, the gate is the gate is shut. We don't have a lock on it, but no one's gonna come in. It's fine. We don't get injured at Liverpool. Well, now you do, because you're older and you're slower, and, and you've got a little bit of a problem. But I don't know. I Liverpool fans should be mad because last year they were challenging, and now they're in ninth. I think that that's a massive fall. Um, so it's a butthurt feeling for sure, but. The, the owners, I think, are not the last people to blame, but at least third people to blame. Starts with the players, goes to the manager, mm-hmm. and then it should yeah, go to the I, owner. I
1: mean, I, I agree with what you're saying, and I think that Liverpool has a lot to figure out, and I think that I think Pete always talks about sports cycles, and I agree completely with normal teams that are not oil-funded or state-funded, where they can just put an infinite amount of money in um, to replace players immediately, or buy them like right before their prime. I think that that's something that it's just a normal cyclical thing. And I think Liverpool's cycle very well could be coming to, to an end here where they're going to have to pick four or five players to build around and then, you know, let the rest go, but we'll see. There's a lot of season left and if they can go on a nice run, they can get lucky. Um, But they need to replace some players. And I don't think it's the ownership's fault. Uh, speaking of American owners, guys, we'll go, we'll go to another losing team. Uh, Brighton, four. Chelsea, one. Ken Lee. I mean, it would be easy to say Boom. that Kepa was at fault here, but he wasn't. There were there were two own goals that didn't really have much to do with him. And although he did exit yeah. at halftime, he just kind of said, you know, I, I didn't let up three goals, guys. Like, you guys scored on me. I'm not playing this game anymore. Yeah. And if you're if you're Keppa. I mean, are you, you, you really want to give Mendy, Edward Mendy, who I think is a pretty solid goalkeeper. You want to give him a chance to, to take over? <laughs> I
2: would. Yeah. I, I, I would take that L wholeheartedly. And however many goals when it went in, because it did seem up to this point, Potter was kind of anti-Mendy, but um, yeah, Potter, not a, not the return. I, I would imagine he had planned, but, uh, that's Brighton, man. They're an exciting team. And, and I do think that uh, Chelsea is not – under even under Potter, they, they, they still have the – it's the same players. They're going to have these same issues. And I, I think that Chelsea is – they're not finished with these surprise, like, slaughter losses this season with that group of players they have in place. Um, I still do think that they're going to be consistent enough to finish in the top four, but I don't think that this will be the last, like, surprise loss you see.
1: Yeah, I think – I mean, we, we, it's already well-documented that Chelsea has major striking problems. Havertz is not a finisher. I think he's a good player. He's kind of like, almost like Jesus a little bit, Ken, where he really opens up a lot of other things and can score occasionally. Um, but he is not the guy you want on a one-on-none with the goalkeeper or, like, to take a quick quick finish and uh, be For clinical sure. in front of goal. Um, I also think that Cucurella might suck Pete. I think Cucurello <laughs> might just suck. And I think he was like $65 million in the offseason playing against Brighton, and he got absolutely abused, abused by the Brighton attackers across the line. Like, he was getting – I think Solly Marsh was running at him repeatedly and just burning him and leaving him in the dust. He was like – I couldn't believe it. He was like five paces behind a guy who had gone one on none with him, one on one with him, and he would end up behind the play by five paces, five lengths. And I'm like, how how on earth is this guy gonna play outside back, for in the Premier League? You know, I and
0: I didn't really understand that buy at all. I think it was one of the worst buys of the off season. Like, it was. It seemed to be like, oh, City was interested in this guy. Quick, we gotta snatch him up. Yeah. Um, and I didn't really understand why, if City was really interested in him, why they were interested in him. I know he had a good year last year, but, like, one good year. Before that, he was, like, nowhere on anybody's radar at all. And so he has a good year for Brighton, but for $65 million for a left back? And <laughs> I think Chilwell, you know, if he's healthy, is probably better than he is. Not only that, but yeah. I think Alonzo may be better too. <laughs> and they ran Alonzo out of town, although I know he had his problems with all every coach that ever came through there. But uh, where is he, Barcelona?
1: Yes, he's at Barcelona, um, failing miserably in the Champions League games. He's on. Can the pay NBA them IOUs. I mean, how big is that roster? It's pretty big, but I think like There's so many just carcasses. To, like I couldn't believe that could be um, shrinking.
0: What's his name? The old the old <laughs> Arsenal right back was on Barcelona.
2: Be- Bellerine. Yeah, yeah. Bellerine. Hector, he's idea. taking the IOU too. They, they said,
1: I uh, Actually, it came out in tweets this week. They said, uh, oh, we're not going to um, renew Hector's uh, contract next year. Shocker. You don't say. Shocker <laughs> Do you have the Shocker. Money to renew it anyway?
2: <laughs> you let, let, yeah, let, let's hypothetically say he was lighting it up in the Spanish league. Would you renew him anyway? Could you renew him if you wanted to? I mean...
1: Barcelona going into Europa is massive. We'll talk about that a little later. I How want many to talk a ex-Arsenal bit about... players are there out on the teams right now? I
0: mean, it's absurd.
1: <laughs> I mean, you, you have a few here and there on like who's Barcelona who. and stuff, but they're mostly they're mostly on Marseille, Pete. They're mostly on Marseille. <laughs> it, it's pretty much all Marseille. Uh, Brighton 4-1 over Chelsea. I do want to talk about Brighton a little bit. I think it's actually kind of amazing that Brighton has continued to be that well-structured team. Uh, for the most part, they took some Ls uh, immediately after getting the new manager. Actually, they took a lot this of This is their first win, this I think, their first they win since the they new manager. Weren't,
0: they weren't playing that bad. Like, they we, play, playing we played them, and they played us pretty evenly, and we ended up winning 2-1.
1: Yeah, and they also they drew uh, Liverpool. They lost, but they did lose to Brentford, drew Forest, and then lost to City. I just think that their playing style has remained. I watched the, the Chelsea game. It seemed like a grand potter team where you had those midfielders uh, running a really nice game plan, and it just seemed like they were attacking Cucurella. It just seemed really well-structured. We'll see if that continues, but Brighton smacks Chelsea. There were two own goals in this one, guys. Augie with a brace, but they, you know, I thought they were deserved in terms of how the game was going anyways. The a lot of shots on goal, and Brighton usually doesn't, take their opportunities, so it was nice to see the own goals helping out. Um, and if you're a Chelsea fan, you have to be a little worried about the style that Chelsea's playing in, but guys, we say this every single year, and they just seem to get yeah. the results they need, right?
0: Yeah, they always they, make a deep Champions league run, and um, yeah, they do okay in the league.
1: Yeah, they just do. They get, they get their results, so I'm not, if I'm a Chelsea fan, I'm not overly worried yet. Um, but they do play... A high flying Arsenal team this right. weekend, Kenley. Are you I'm ready. ready. I'm ready for, for the starting? 7 a.m. kickoff. Ooh, Ooh. seven. Blech.
2: Yeah, it's it's like uh, have you have you read anything about these 7 a.m. kickoffs, Amer- uh, 7 a. M. Eastern yeah. time? Yeah. It, it's so, it's super rare that they get used, and they only get used when like there's Champions League and Europa League games in the week, and apparently mm. this is going to be the last one used of the season.
1: Yeah. So, but they're supposed to start at 7:30. Kickoff.
2: Yeah.
1: It's lunchtime Wait, kickoff over there.
0: Why would they do it at 7 a.m.?
2: It's of... something to do with, like, English TV blackout uh Oh, yeah. regulations.
1: stuff is weird. Mm-hmm.
2: I'm not an expert on it, but yeah. that that's kind of, like, the, no. the, Cause the, the gist of it. It kind of hoses
0: it. you if you – I mean, I don't know if you guys have a game that matters on Thursday, but – to go Thursday and then Sunday. 7:00. No, no,
2: you know, yeah. Well, yeah. our Thursday game we have to win, and the crazy thing is our Thursday game is at four o'clock Eastern time, four p.m. So super yeah, late saying, Thursday. Such a quick. Well, the UK
1: changes um, the clock.
2: No, I know, That'd but it, it's like a super you. late Thursday game and then a very early Sunday game.
1: Yeah, it's lame. It's lame. I mean, but it's Coming I mean, into this match. Coming into this match with a 5 nothing, nothing stonking Ken Lee. Oh, I just Not realized I'm going to be
0: in New Orleans on Saturday, and that's or Sunday. I mean, that's going to be a f- 6 a.m. for me. Oh. <laughs> well, don't I don't know if I'm, like I'm going to get up at 6 a.m. in New Orleans no. on Sunday.
1: <laughs> no, that one's a uh, watch later. No, I'll be up at that's 7 for sure watch
2: watching that, definitely. But, yeah, yeah, uh, at the mm-hmm. weekend, uh, a little bit of a five yeah, zip. A soccer scare. But, luckily, yeah. Uh, Old uh, five. Old Reese comes on and just pops off for all these goals. It was awesome.
1: Yeah. Who's this? I'm uh, uh, Reese Nelson going nuts for Arsenal. Um, hasn't been done in a long time. Ken. He hasn't played in I a year. Nelson's name. Yeah. Nice goal by Party as well. And I mean, are, this is this is more important to me for Arsenal to not slip here because that's kind of what they used to do. Is they'd lose or draw these games yeah. of bad teams that they, when they needed three points, off the out of the gates really. I mean Martinelli scored five minutes in, then Nelson got two in three minutes after the halftime, and it was over. Party had a really nice goal, and Odegaard in on the act. You, you beat the crap out of a team that deserved to have the crap beaten out of. Yeah, that big.
2: that exactly right. It was uh, it's nice to see us putting our foot on the gas pedal and not letting off. Like these are the teams at home. You uh-huh. need to absolutely skull drag, and we did, and we did it after you know after arguably one of our most like threatening players left in the thirtieth minute. Um, so yeah, I mean, yeah, soccer. Supposedly it's not it's not serious, but who knows? I mean, you never really know until the next game. Um, but October was a long month for us. We had ten games in October, and yeah, yeah but you we guys lost did one well? of them. So
1: do you guys? Conspiracy theory, real quick. Do you guys think that any of these players are, like, taking injuries that normally they would play through and just being like, no, I can't play, guys. Uh, have a little tweak here. World Cup's coming up. I, in, in it's
2: possible, weeks. yes, that that's a player thing, but then the club? I would be concerned that the club would really, really, mm-hmm. you know, latch on to that and say, yeah, can't go. Can't risk it. Sorry.
1: Well, No. Well,
0: let's. They're, they're I, I'd like that. to see how many guys are out this weekend with,
2: like, you know. No. Oh, yeah, sure. That's definitely going to happen. Injury. Yeah. Definitely, because uh-huh. they don't want to miss it.
0: But I was thinking, you know, Chilwell played in this meaningless Champions League game for Chelsea oh, and dumb. pulled his hamstring, it sounds like. So he's done for the World Cup probably. I mean, yeah. that's, that's going to be terrible, man. I cannot oh, imagine that. Sun fractured his oh. orbit, too. I think he's in trouble.
1: Yeah, I think uh, well he'll pro- they'll probably make him do military service if he doesn't play. So <laughs> it's kind of a joke. They'll probably make him do military service, but uh,
0: it's kind of a joke. It's kind of a
1: joke. But yeah, so Ken Chelsea this weekend at the bridge. Uh, how are you feeling? What do you what are you feeling?
2: Yep, I feel Tell great. Tell us about your feelings. I feel great. It's on to the next one. Um, are you gonna are you gonna beat Chelsea? Is what I'm asking you. Exact the bridge, it, d- definitely definitely i think probably definitely. uh 2-1 wouldn't surprise me to be 3-1
1: 3-1 3-1 3-1 3-1 3-1 i think <laughs> 1-1 tie i think i won't i don't know if i watch that game either sunday at 7 a.m i don't think i don't know if that's happening guys uh that's pete you can get up at 6 you can go out on bourbon street with ted and then uh try to make it out make it up for that game if you want to I'd, don't see that one happening we do have a pretty important
2: Europa League match tomorrow though I mean we have to win that game to to finish top to avoid an extra game we can't we can't afford an extra game that's for sure
0: Juno, the last time I uh watched a Tottenham game with just a absolutely blistering hangover was when we (laughs) when we lost to West Ham we gave up three goals actually I think they tied us we gave up three goals in like the last 15 minutes do you remember that
1: I don't remember it, but that sounds
2: horrible.
0: I had the worst <laughs> headache and I'm just watching the game and I was just like
2: wanted to puke. That's the a whole cure time. for uh, going back to the uh, the old uh, dog that bit you adage right there. That'll get you <laughs> drinking again.
1: Well, guys, uh, speaking of coming back from large deficits, Dr. Pete Tottenham twice. In the last four days, come back the come from behind victory on the weekend against Bournemouth, where you were down 2 0. Get the
0: pads out, Thomas. Put 2-0. them on the chest. Was it 2 0 at the half? Crank up the vaults.
1: It was 2 0 at the half, right?
0: Uh, No. We gave it, it a second goal, the second goal right goal after 40, half. Time. 49th minute.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right after halftime, I saw the uh, words that you were texting. They were not family friendly, <laughs> as they would, as they shouldn't be at that point. But then your boy Ryan Sessen Young, Ben Davies, and a late winner from Betten Kerr in the ninety second minute, the all caps text came out, and I, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe they 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 kind of snuck out of there with this one.
0: Oh, absolutely. At, this is the strangest team. That I've ever watched. I mean, it is the most bizarre soccer. Like, for whatever reason, the first half, most games this season were absolute dog do. Like, yeah, just terrible. And, and we go out against these teams like Bournemouth, and you know we don't attack them. We seed possession and territory, and it, and it makes no sense to me. I don't understand. Like, is it the game plan? Is it not the game plan? And then we get behind, and all of a sudden, it's like the team comes out for the second half, and it looks like a real soccer team in the Premier League, the top of the Premier League. I don't understand it whatsoever, and we just absolutely pummeled them in the second half. And it's it's like half of me is like half of me thinks this team is one of the worst teams I've ever watched, and then half of me is like, well, you. You have to be a good team. You have to be a psychologically, physically very fit team to come back from two goals down on the road. We haven't done that in the Premier League and and come out with a victory in 10 years. Yeah, going, gone down two goals on the road and come out with a, with a victory. And then same thing in the Champions League midweek, go down in a do-or-die game when we had 0.05 xg at halftime and pulled out of there with a win. It's crazy. Yeah, I can't I mean, take it.
1: I think I think watching the first half, the Mourinho, the Mourinho Absolutely. comps were all over the place. Same with your game against Marseille, where you went in. It was, it was like worse. It, yeah, it was like the team was instructed not to make any runs forward. It was like uh, kind of play at the Harry Kane's feet and then maybe work the ball up. Three attackers, the whole length of the field, no counterattack.
0: We did not Slowly have a touch build up with in the penalty box in the first half, which has only happened, I think, three times.
1: Is that against Marseille or Bournemouth?
0: Marseille.
1: Yeah, that was absolutely miserable. Uh, that second game, watching that second game, especially because Marseille has the ability to, uh, I mean, their crowd is crazy. It's one of those yeah, crazy crowds that you have, like in Turkey and, France and a couple other places where if you leave the crowd in it, they can take you out. They can take you out of the game. And I mean, still you came back, Tottenham came back in the most unspursy thing I have seen. I, Joey and I were texting and when you guys were down one zip, I was like, if you guys drop into Europa with this group, your champions league group that you had, I was (laughs) like, that is the spursiest thing I'd ever seen. And you didn't get to watch the game live because you had clinic. Or something like that, and you had only. I was in the operating room,
0: and um, I was no updates.
1: Can't get, can't can't, can't get updates.
0: (laughs) Yeah, uh, so I, I finished up, and there was like one minute left, and well, you texted. It was very Spursy, and the so the meeting of Spursy for Spurs fans is like just absolute. Craziness, whether it's you lose or win, it's just like whatever the game is, it's absolutely absurd. Mm -hmm. Whether it's good for us at the end or bad for us at the end. Mm -hmm. For everyone else, it's like spursy, meaning your pants. Mm -hmm. Um, But when you said spursy, I was like, oh my God, we just let up a goal and lost it in the last minute. Mm -hmm. And it turned out that that was not the case. And I checked the score and I was like, thank God. And then I watched the highlights. I was like, I am so glad I didn't watch this game because like both teams had many chances to score there were like ex-Arsenal players oh, who could yeah. have ended our night like 12 oh, yeah. times including one of the worst misses from a Klassian act I have mm-hmm. seen in a long time yeah, like, Ken. there's he, he will be lucky if he makes it out of that city alive
1: Ken you <laughs> saw that
2: miss I saw the highlight yeah that's bad, but that that's why he doesn't play for us anymore. So, <laughs> and he's a defender. I mean,
1: but they're all there. None of them play for you anymore, Ken. There was like oh, Windows, yeah. You a- see, that? Alexis. It's Tamaris. by de- it's
2: by design.
1: Why would you build a team of Arsenal castoffs, cast-offs from four years ago?
2: Yeah, <laughs> you're not, really our not our problem. Not our
1: problem. That was so bad. Yeah, their lineup was laughable. They they were actually running Sanchez as their lone nine. Yeah, he was T- as a, playing as a nine. <laughs> Tavares. Oh, this is Luis Suarez. He, was he on your team? No, 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 no. I was thinking of Dennis Suarez. There's some real baddies out there, guys. Uh, but Tottenham comes back to win that game, and I think after you died a few times. From minute eighty to minute ninety, you'd probably died if you would have died a few times if you've been watching live. After that goal, it might have been one of those like you're in the operating room. I mean, you, you go and run and slide on your knees, you know. And then you're like, Oh, you gotta break scrub and you gotta yeah. replace your garments. It's a good thing you didn't you didn't have that game on. I mean you know? the
0: you know, I I always get excited if we get in the Champions League and then when the games come around I'm like, they're all at three o'clock. I'm mm-hmm. always in clinic or I'm always in the OR at 3 o'clock so I never get to watch the games the first yeah. half live ever and I'm like why do I get so excited about it? I never get to watch any of <laughs> these games but when the Champions League knockout matches come around like if it's a big one on the second leg I'll just like stop my clinic at 2 or whatever yeah, so I can yeah. watch the game you can, you can schedule I don't care about my patients that
1: afternoon <laughs> you could, we'll say you can schedule around it you yeah. schedule around it yeah, but you guys end up winning. You're through to the knockouts. Unlike Doctor Pete, Juventus, they are not through to the knockouts. I don't know if you knew that, but they're uh, not even through to Europa. No, they they made it through to Europa, didn't they? I thought I they thought finished they the at ropes. the end of their
2: table. I, I
1: thought, thought they, they made were it. out of Europe.
2: Period. I think they're out of no, everything.
1: I thought they. Oh, they did finish late. in third. They they, they squeaked they, they out scored in scored late. Yeah. And yeah. they ended up getting through. But yeah, Juventus' badge, Dr. Pete, does not guarantee them access. As <laughs> uh, I think it's really, it, it's a, I don't know how Juventus and Serie A teams are hiding the fact that they are in big trouble financially. But Juve quietly sold off a lot of their sellable assets. Even their debt that they sold to Tottenham. Uh, Dr. Pete, thanks you for that. Those guys. Terrible depth like those players are what make your team good and not having to hang on to players that are old like quadrado for another another two seasons when they're done like those players that they sent on they, well, they need even
0: sell them for that much like but I that's what i'm we, saying we gave him 50 million combined for Kulusevski and bentan yeah they York.
2: panic sold yeah for sure that's what i'm saying they
0: really
1: did delict Delict got sold, and all of a sudden, like you, they sold Delict and now their defense is like Banucci and the old. I mean, it's not as old as it was, but that's not necessarily a good thing. They're they're really bad in Serie A right now, and I think it's it's surprising to me how quietly it it has gone under the radar that Juventus is falling apart. Like they don't really have anything. They have um no real assets that they're going to be able to sell. And now they're not in the champions league. And there's a really good chance that they won't make the champions league from Syria. Yeah. You know, they, That's they crazy. had Milik starting up top. They, they're quadrado still playing like Rabio. Nobody wants, although United don't him. Chiesa <laughs> just came back. Um, yeah, I mean, they, they, they get trouble?
0: rid of Ben Tankor and keep Rabio. <laughs> like, because they have what, to, that's what I'm saying.
1: Yeah. Like Quadrado shouldn't be there either. Yeah. a hundred. The club I has mean, been
0: very poorly run for the last couple of years. It has at been at least a couple of years. And they and finances are bad. I think their finances
1: are really, really bad. I think it's another COVID situation where they got walloped by COVID. I think Syria is underwater right now and I think it's gonna drop back. Further than it was. I think it'll be the fourth or fifth league before all said and done. Like, none of these teams have any money. Inter's for sale again. Um, I, I Milan's okay, but like, they have talent. But what's going to happen when, you know, Manchester United comes to Inter Milan and offers 80, $75 million for LaToro? Like, those players are going to leave. Um, and I think that these, I think. A lot of, just no one's talking about the fact that Serie is in big trouble. Um, they performed very poorly. I think all those teams, just about, except for Milan, are out of the Champions League. Um,
0: Milan and Inter are still in there, but they're, uh, Inter, they didn't win yeah. their groups. No, so and they're, they're going to have
1: catch tough matchups. ups um, I guess it's... I mean, La Liga actually performed worse. Atletico <laughs> yeah. Madrid is out of the Champions League. Barcelona Real dropped in Europa. Real's one left. Yeah, um... You have to look at Barcelona, guys. Um, we'll we'll get into it in a minute. I want to finish well, up. Well, it's kind
2: of like two. I've been saying for years. I mean, Europa's where the prestigious. <laughs> <laughs> Thursday nighters, baby. I mean, the the
0: names in Europa, I was just looking at the third place in champs. So, Ajax, Barcelona. Sporting, actually, has been playing pretty well in yeah. champs league. Like, they have mm-hmm. some decent players. Salzburg, um, Sevilla. Okay juventus and you know the good prem teams it's it's gonna yeah, be I'm, some big name matchups
1: i don't want to match up against sevilla ken don't give me sevilla
0: yeah they're your nemesis they'll take you off for no, sure
1: they are the europa nemesis they own Europa. yeah but
2: what's
0: his name's gone good evening yeah good
2: good, yeah. good evening the europa he's, he's out of there he's out unai, of there yeah
1: unai emery Goes from Villarreal. No, he went to Villarreal. He went from Sevilla to Arsenal to Villa to to Villarreal to Aston Villa.
2: Aston Villa. Yep, yeah,
0: that's oh, where he's, he's at.
1: you're right. Yeah, he's at yeah. Aston
2: Villa. No. Yeah.
1: No, but Sevilla is a problem. <laughs> <laughs> they are a problem in Europa League. Let's stick with the prem team guys, the winners. Manchester United sneak. Sneak a win against West Ham, one to zero. Marcus Rashford scores a header that he said he's been working on headers. Pete, well, that's good. You're like twenty five years old and you <laughs> figured out that you're six foot two, and you can he's jump six two. Yeah, he's six well, two. according to his profile, Jeez. Pete.
2: According to his profile,
1: you don't think he's tall? I think
0: oh, he's tall. I just i I kind of judge guys by how good they are in the air. I just never seen the and guy jump oh, yeah. in the air. Yeah, well,
1: did, he's, he's part of that Manchester United. team I'm sorry, he's six foot. But he's part <laughs> oh, of that Manchester United. You just stretched United him team. out. Yeah, I stretched him a little bit. He looks tall when he plays. All right, how guys, tall is Ronaldo? Tall. He's six two.
2: Everyone's six two. If you yeah, play for United, yeah. you're six two. In Tom's book. Uh yeah.
1: yeah. Pogba six. Dude, two. if if
2: if, if, Cape if, Cape if wore, wore a red United jersey, he'd be six three.
1: <laughs> Cristiano Ronaldo is six two. He's actually six two. <laughs> But yeah, I mean Rashford, when he jumps, he's up against like fullbacks and stuff. Like six, five, eleven, six foot is like you know, that's that's tall in soccer. It is like I think there's center backs in the prem are over that six two, six three. But he never scores any headers. I think he had he had his hundredth goal for Manchester United, and he has seven headball goals. Like for a team that attacks (laughs) all the time, and he certainly missed a big headball goal
0: against. Who was that against Newcastle? I think it was Newcastle uh, when he was yeah. wide open for the winner.
1: Yeah, <laughs> not good. Yeah, there there was actually two of those. I think we had two big misses in that Newcastle game. But United here sneaked through against West Ham. Um, about 35 minutes of defending at home, as they kind of uh, lost control of the game a little bit, and West Ham came after it. Although they did, United did have a chance to kill the game off late. Um, if the if the ball falls to Fred, you're probably not going to get that goal. Um, but they they Defend, and Harry Maguire Kenley
2: mm-hmm.
1: at the center of another clean sheet for Manchester United. There you uh, go. A little bit shaky in the first half. In the second half, he had some big uh, broken broken uh, blocks that he had that knocked up that knocked away uh, the shots that were coming in as West Ham really piled on the pressure. But I think the big thing here, guys, for Manchester United is that their defense. Is playing with the urgency that they didn't have last year, which is creating confidence as they get results from it. lot is defending, Shaw is defending, and of course, Martinez at the center of everything has been really excellent. Pete, as a he was, you know, speaking of height, I think he's listed at 5'10. There's just no there's way he's 5'10. There's just no way he's 5'10. Like, just no way no he's way. 5'10". like he. He's five eight or five seven, and he's not like wide or anything. But his timing has been excellent. I'm pretty sure I've and seen a couple strikers use him to...
2: as a, a an arm an armrest <laughs> on corner kicks before.
0: Yeah, Mitrovic. <laughs> yes, yes, and that. But he does but that you, to a lot of people.
1: You you have to say that Martinez has been superb ever since the first two games when he looked terrible as he as he came in. Maybe it was because he didn't know, you know know the system or doesn't speak the language or all that kind of stuff. But Manchester United have been excellent. They've only allowed one goal in their last six or five matches, um, and a lot of those teams they're playing against are excellent: Newcastle, Tottenham, Chelsea, West Ham now, um, and Everton. They allowed a goal to Everton, but Manchester United's defense was at the heart of this one. the The offense looked pretty bad again. Cristiano Ronaldo starting up top as Martial is injured, Sancho is injured, and Anthony were all injured and um ken he does not fit in this
2: yeah i don't know yeah he doesn't he ah, he looks bad it's kind of sad honestly when you think about ronaldo like is this gonna be like our final memory of ronaldo i i I think so but yeah yeah, i I mean he played 90 minutes i i whether that was because he could have played 90 minutes or he had to play 90 minutes either way uh
1: he has to play 90 minutes. Those three <laughs> players are still hurt. Yeah. And he'll play 90 minutes tomorrow. He'll play 90 minutes again tomorrow against Real Sociedad unless they really mix it up and let Garnacho, uh, the 17-year-old, play left wing and then Alango um, on the right and put Rashford up top. I doubt it. I think they'll play Cristiano Ronaldo. Um, he got his goals against Sheriff. I'm, I don't know if, <laughs> I'm sure you guys didn't watch that game, but basically it was the same thing it has been where they just – like dribble to the goal line, beat the goalie and then try to pass Ronaldo so he can score. <laughs> uh, and I think you'll see that kind of stuff at real Sociedad, which won't work. Cause I think, um, Sociedad's a good team and, uh, I'm worried. I'm definitely worried about it tomorrow, but, uh, you know, United get another win. Their defense has been excellent. It's so nice to see them put a priority on defense. They celebrate tackles and all that kind of stuff. And, um, yeah, uh, after the game, Ken, the rumors started immediately. Uh, David De Gea said he is uh, willing to renew his contract.
2: Oh, is he? Yeah, I'm sure he he's is. what he
1: said. I'm he sure came he... out very openly. Yeah, his contract is up at the end of the season.
2: Yeah, I mean, why wouldn't he, though? I mean, I don't think he's going to be able to hey, go anywhere else and make the money he's making at United, plus the bumper they're going to give him.
1: Yeah, I think um, The Athletic reported that he is willing to take a pay cut, which I think is very nice, Ken. When you're making uh, like the most in the league, <laughs> and you're willing to take a pay I'll cut. I'll
2: guarantee um, you, he does not take a pay cut.
1: You don't think he... I, I, I will bet on that. I think Absolutely will, I think not. he'll probably end up staying. He'll probably end up staying. It will be for way too much money, but there's no way they'll resign. At the very least,
2: they're going to re-sign him for right? what he makes.
1: Right. you mm. I hope not. I think if he if they let him test the market, I mean, what do you guys think, Pete? What do you think he would get offered? I don't know where he would go, but what do you think he gets offered? It's like the Pogba situation, right? You're talking about Ronaldo? No, I'm Gea, talking
0: about De Gea. Yeah. Oh, De Gea. Um,
2: yeah, I don't know. That's he makes. He surely doesn't get offered what right he's getting we paid at no United, but that's not un, that's not uncommon. United pays salaries. I like, know, but crazy. remember when
1: Pogba left, right? Pogba was making over, like, $200, $250.
0: You. And... Well, Pogba never played. De Gea actually played. Exactly. He, he
2: plays, and time. he's the single-handedly the reason yeah. that United gets draws sometimes, or these 1-0 wins. He's single-handedly the reason. It's
0: true. But, the, but but his salary is so out of whack with the rest of the goalkeeping structure that yeah. there's there's no way he... I mean, wh- how long is his contract? It was How old is he?
1: 5 years. They actually have an extension. Yeah, they'll sign him. He's 30. They had a they they have a um they can do an extension, but the extension would be at 375. So I don't think they're going to do that. I mean, most of the fan base honestly, uh, the older fan base really likes him. Um I'm kind of in between. I think he's a great shot stopper, but I do think that the way the team wants to play, he hinders that build-up-out-of-the-back kind of thing, the modern goalkeeper. At the same time, I am also agree with Ken that he saved this game as well. He took uh, Declan Rice's bomb from 20 yards out, out of the top corner like Like, he did in the last game too. So there is that. You you could push me either way. I'd like him to stay, I guess, for nostalgia reasons, but absolutely not at any kind of salary over –
2: you're, he's going to take 120k really off his pay. Yeah, yeah well, no,
1: one pay I mean, no one else is going to pay him. I mean, no one else is going to pay him half of that. That's what I'm saying. Like Pogba ended up at what? One. I'll guarantee
2: you that he Uday? signs a like two three year extension at the same price he gets paid today.
1: Okay, I'll bet. <laughs> I'll bet you that. I'll bet that. I'll bet you a drink he doesn't sign for more than three hundred. What kind 275, of
2: 300 D- 300 is the deal. <laughs> that yeah, means anything, deal. 300 or above, you owe me a brewski. Talking Fine. about a pint, or are we talking about a pour?
1: Oh, whatever he wants. Any beer he wants. It's beer. Like, yeah, I'll, no, be a six pack. I'll take, take that it, all day. We'll that's pack, definitely happening. like 10 bucks. Because if you're me
0: drink, I'm picking out one of the nice bourbons that's at the top of the shelf.
1: Yeah, I think it's a six-pack, Ken. For you. Because I, I drink bourbon and it would be more expensive than right. a there
2: you beer. go There you go. I'll, I'll take that all, all right. day. It's Human United. I know how they operate.
1: Yeah. I'm afraid you're probably right. <laughs> Manchester United win 1-0. They're in fifth place. Um, they Guys, they are plus one in goal differential. Thank you. When's the mind. last time you've been and... plus
2: one goal differential for longer than seven days? Hmm. Good question. Oh. Serious question. I'm asking for Pete. Whoa. <laughs> I'm sure.
1: Um... Last year, yeah, it has to be back. I don't know, <laughs> November.
0: That was a uh, long time ago. No,
1: because uh, didn't we like battle on and off and end up at zero? I'll have to look at the you were a negative
2: cool. goal difference for a while,
1: yeah. yeah actually, sure. I think
2: you were up and down. Like, I think we were right up around. and down. You hovered I around zero had... for half yeah, the season, yeah. I think we hovered <laughs> at zero
1: for most of the season, so I'm sure it was like plus two or something like that. Um, but yeah, I mean. No doubt, that's that's not good. They only United only have seventeen goals, which I hate. I mean, Leicester <laughs> has twenty one goals. Like Rassford missing a lot yeah. of goals. It, it just comes from not having the proper striker. Ronaldo is a little out of form, but I think a lot of that has to do with being out of place in but the hold system. On, he have twenty two. Well, that's
2: Mitrovic. Right? <laughs> <It> doesn't <laughs> have twenty two. Like, yeah, James's <laughs> boy.
1: Twenty two goals for Mitrovic. Yeah. But, yeah, Manchester United, they win 1-0, um, and they move on. Ken, on to the next one, as yeah, they say. On to the a next nice one. win. West Ham, to me, is a David Moyes team that can draw you at any time. Maybe not beat you, but they can draw you at any time and take points from you. Now United play uh, Aston Villa. Good evening, Unai <laughs> Emery's Aston Villa at Aston Villa, followed by Aston Villa again on Thursday. New um, manager bump. Yeah. Yeah, in the uh, yeah, dude, Carabao Cup, definitely lose to Aston
2: Villa two nothing
1: on Sunday, and then uh, I mean these are winnable <laughs> games. Fulham and Aston Villa in the league, both of them are away, which is a problem. But take six points from them and go to the World Cup, Ken, and you're not looking bad. You that's know,
2: right. Yeah, that's right. Pretty, yeah. It's all about yeah. The if you get six points. points, for sure, no question.
1: All right, um, speaking of just grabbing three points and just eking it out, Manchester City won Leicester 0 as City play like garbage in this one and win on a Kevin De Bruyne free kick, which is why you pay all that money for those players, Ken. (laughs) So they can win the match for you with a beautiful free kick. I don't really have much to say about this game other than it's kind of pathetic that City couldn't find a way to get through. Um, earlier, but uh, Pete, Jack Grealish did start, so maybe that's kind of par for the course.
0: Well, there's no Holland in this game, Thomas, so... Yes. We don't know if this team can do it. <laughs> <We're> not <Holland. laughs>
2: James not being here is the best.
0: Holland. We just don't know.
1: Holland picks and up an injury and in the
2: You know, mid-week. the
0: guy has never played 50 games, which is what City's going to roll him out. This year, yeah. So. What are you trying to say? I think I think that the good thing for them is that he's not playing the World Cup. That's huge. Yeah. So also, he's going to come Sala, out in December way. and uh, roll all over everybody who is dead
1: tired. There's a great video that people keep showing and keep reusing. It. It's uh, from Rocky 4 IV, where um, Ivan Drago is training and they're just like, it's Holland during the World Cup, and he's just doing all those, like, <laughs> bench presses and, and like, oh. <laughs> like, weightlifting people. Getting injected <laughs> with steroids. Yeah, he's just powering through. They're showing his, like, punch force each each time he swings. It's awesome. But yeah, they keep showing that because he's going to be training the whole time as opposed to uh, being worried about the, the World Cup. Um, I did sneak in there also that Salah, Gets that time off, too, guys. Salah gets that time off. But the rest of Liverpool's squad, I think, is going. Um, so, no bueno for them. City plays Fulham next. And then they finish off the uh, the break before the World Cup um, with Brentford. So, a couple more wins there. But uh, <laughs> only one team in first, Jane, or Kenley, in its arsenal. That's right. 10-1-1. One one. You guys, if you can just... What do you think? you take a draw? Are you happy with a draw at Chelsea, or are you just going for all the points in the world? I go going for
2: all the points in the world. We're riding high. Why would you settle for There's a draw at this I point? Know
0: about... There's anything I know about Ken. He's a greedy <laughs> man. When it comes to points. You take the points.
2: That's you take the crazy. points. And I think That's that uh, Chelsea's for right for the taking right now, and we're flying high. So,
1: Flying high. All right, guys. Uh, I do want to talk really quick about Barcelona as they exit the Champions League, heading to Europa. A little bit of everybody let's laugh <laughs> at Barcelona. They spend, they they sell all their assets. They mortgage their TV deals. They sell everything they can. And the, and I believe Pete that the idea was, hey, we'll get this Ballon d'Or candidate and Lewandowski. We'll buy all this quality depth. Most of them were free transfers, but we're gonna pay them anyways. Maybe. We're gonna keep our guys, and we're gonna make a run to the Champions League, and we will save our club with success, right, Pete? That I think that was the plan. It's gotta be right.
0: Yeah, absolutely. They were banking on
2: that Champions League money.
0: They were banking on winning the Champions League, bringing the, money. Like that's how the their si- club operates.
2: Yeah, exactly. And the single best part about the group stage, let's look at the table. They basically finished in last place. The fourth place team, which I can't even pronounce, no disrespect, they had zero points and a nine, negative 19 goal differential. Yeah. I mean... That's hilarious. Like, and Barcelona has mortgaged their future on it and they didn't make it out of the group and now they're in Europa on Thursday.
1: Nobody cares about I Thursday. I think they only scored... <laughs> did they only score one goal?
2: It um, is the best. They scored five.
1: On teams... Weren't all those goals on plays in the team they played against Victoria? Oh
2: no, they scored twelve goals. Barcelona scored twelve goals. So I mean, that is zero goal differential. But like, how hilarious is that? It's
1: really bad. it It is hilarious. I loved it. I'll be honest. I I I love things like that. Miserable. You
2: know,
0: teams like that get drawn with just a. They deserve death. Like PSG. I really hope they draw. You know, Man City or Real after coming in second, yeah, group lead away, yes. like things like that that happen to those teams. It's just beautiful karma. Y- yeah, you love <laughs> to see it.
1: PSG dropping that yeah, love differential and then having Benfica sneak in is 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 so hilarious because PSG was smacking Maccabi Haifa every single game, and then they'd go into the Juve match. And they went into the Benfica uh, match, and they really uh, didn't do very well. Well,
0: I'm sure this match, they were like, oh, the goal differential is five. We're just going to take our foot off the gas. Because they could have won. You know, yeah. I'm sure if they knew they were going to lose the group, they would have, you know, put the pedal to the
1: metal. But they, I mean, that is really blowing it. Yeah, yeah, Benfica. I mean, Benfica gets credit, too. Going in and smacking Maccabi Hoffa, 6-1. But you go into the last nothing. day
0: with <laughs> a five-plus goal differential, and...
2: You know. Yeah, and you don't finish top of the yeah. table. That's terrible. Yeah. Terrible.
0: Yeah. I hope well, that comes back to haunt them. They're going to end I up mean, throwing us. <laughs> <in the defense. laughs> well,
1: you guys sneak away with the win. But Barcelona now, guys, I mean, the blow is so heavy. They can't fire Jobby. They said after the game, like, oh, we're just going to stick with the uh, process here. But, like, they, they can't. They can't bring um, anybody else. That's the truth. Thomas.
0: Did you hear about the latest Barcelona coaching rumor?
1: No. What's the latest? Ken, Barcelona? will you cover
0: your ears real quick?
1: Okay. Oh, I did hear about this. Arteta. Miguel Arteta. No I did way. Hear
2: about There's it. no way Arteta leaves Arsenal right now. He is
1: Arteta yeah. to Barcelona. No <laughs> way.
2: There's absolutely yeah. no way. You're not even going to like he, he, rile me up with that. Like
1: I think he. I think. He what about all the him. money they're going to shell? Like, pay
2: half a him. half a what? And Arsenal's getting all of it.
1: Yeah, that's true. I mean, guys, I'm serious question here. What does Barcelona do now that they are going to lose? Let's say, I mean, even if they win Europa, I think they win twenty five million You're euros. Gonna win. They are not
2: going to win Europa. They're going to be out in the first. I know they're they gonna be out in the first round of Europa. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, what do they do now that they put all this money in? I mean, Lewandowski still has. He's on massive wages. He's on big wages. All those guys they signed are not on small wages. They're not on massive wages, but they're not on small wages. What do they do next summer? Because they're going to have the same problem. I right? Am I wrong? Like, hope, they're going to have the same exact problem.
2: I hope now that what happens is now that all of their potential earnings are over with, I hope they get treated like a regular club and there is an investigation into them. Now they have no funding, Mm -hmm. none at all. I think all of this has been this this facade of we're still Barcelona, we're still in the Champions League, you're going to be made whole again. And now that these people aren't going to be made whole again, let's start the investigation process. Because nobody gets away with paying players half. And then when those players don't accept half, going out on, on a smear campaign and saying, this player is, is, is terrible. He's a virus. He's killing the club. No, it, actually, he's just asking for yeah. what you told him you were going to give him. Like, he's not actually that yeah. bad. I want an investigation. I want Barcelona to be treated like a championship club that can't pay their bills, because let's be mm. honest, they can't pay their bills. So let's treat them as such.
1: No. And in a much higher scale than championship clubs Where championship clubs will be like You know They don't have the 3 million pounds they need To make their salary For the entire year Barcelona yeah. is looking at I mean they're going to be like Hundreds of millions of pounds Hundreds of
2: millions yeah, like it, 20 I totally years agree. worth of debt Yeah
1: I totally agree They've I done
2: everything they, be... they could To stop this And now they f***ed it up and they <laughs> need to be investigated now.
1: I agree. I'm with you. Because it's you over know. with. Yeah,
2: it's over with now for it Barcelona. It is. We'll see
1: what happens. I, 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 believe they'll sell assets in January. I think Frankie De Jong. What is left, Thomas? What is left? That's a serious question. What is left? I, you could see one of their young stars go to like Manchester City. They might Wait. have to sell one of those guys that they, they are think insisting we they won't. Have Gabby or I think Edwin. we
2: have to remember that these players are owed money by Barcelona. Yep, and the reason Frankie... they haven't left yet is because they haven't been paid yet.
1: <laughs> but Frankie de young now has been paid a portion of his wages. I a
2: portion! Most players, Thomas, I don't want to rain on your parade. They kind of expect oh. to be paid the whole of it.
1: <laughs> oh, I agree. I don't think... To be clear, I don't think Frankie De Young is going to Manchester United. I don't think Manchester United saved any money to buy anybody in January um, like Frankie De Young. I think you could see Chelsea buy a player like that um, or like uh, maybe PSG buying a depth player like that because I think he'll be dirt cheap. I think he will be dirt cheap, and he has to go.
2: I really don't even – like. it's not going to be like some clubs where they can just say – Oh well, geez, we are super screwed. We've got to sell our best talent. They can't sell their best talent because their best talent has them by the nutsack because they're owed fifty percent of their wages for the last eighteen months.
1: Yeah, but if you take a player like Frankie De Young and you get a team like Chelsea. Chelsea was thinking about it before. Chelsea,
2: maybe Chelsea yeah. will pay what he's owed. Maybe.
1: But but it was twenty. I what think United, United was, was going to do it for a second. It was twenty-two. And I think now it's going to be like seventeen, and but but plus what Barcelona? What I'm saying is his fee that they're asking for, which is like I don't know around fifty-five or sixty or something like that. No. is now like twenty. You know, like it's going to be dark cheap. I think he gets sold. I think he definitely gets sold. I don't know, man! And anybody else they can sell, they will sell. I think you'll see. Good. Everybody's for sale, except for maybe Lewandowski. Maybe. That'd be wild. Can you imagine if if Chelsea came in and bought Lewandowski? That could happen, guys. Like, that is a very real possibility. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, anything's a possibility, I guess, should buy him. I I think Manchester United spent their January window money on Anthony. Yeah, I think so, too. I think the only thing that could change that is if Ronaldo leaves, which is probably above 50%. But you're not talking about freeing up... But you're not going to get a
2: fee for him. 70
1: million plus wages. You're talking about no, freeing his, up His 50. wages are astronomical. Sure, you're, they are, you're freeing up the is wages. Which why you're freeing up something. But you're just, you're just freeing up wages, even though they're astronomical. You're not freeing up 100 million pounds, is what I'm saying. You're freeing up... Like, and I don't think Historically you know, United even counts wages.
2: I don't even think range. they know what their wage bill is.
1: <laughs> may not be true. Yeah, they may not have it, a wage structure. It's
0: really right. hard to predict what teams are going to do in January. I mean, most of them... Uh, they put up a smoke screen and you really yeah. not know I agree
2: I agree yeah. I just think that Barcelona situation's a little different because I've never heard of a club getting away with actually paying 50% wages on the promise that they're going to eventually get it paid it's wild so i think that these players are expecting to get this money eventually and they're going to hold that over them and i mean it, it, it's just different it, it's just it's I mean, really it's really weird and it's really wrong that any organized, like, governing body has allowed this to happen.
1: Yeah, I don't understand it either. I, I don't understand how. I mean, I'm not an I'm not a Manchester City fan, obviously. How Manchester City will get slapped with things that are, you know, violations. If I'm James, right? I'm irate. Or getting
0: investigated. Like, yeah, they're getting yeah. just an investigation. Yeah, just the I, idea of investigation. Chelsea with is a crazy. transfer
1: ban, and Atletico Madrid with a tr- transfer ban. People looked into those things and came up with very real punishments for yes. them. And, and these guys are signing players about Barcelona. that
2: they can't register.
1: Yeah, it's wild. How unbelievable. Yeah. All right, guys, way, way over. Yeah, We're way over, guys. So We'll stop the pod here, but uh, Ken, big Thursday nighters tomorrow night, <laughs> obviously. The only night... Thursday the only night that matters in, in Europe, Indiana. Thursday. The only night that matters in Europe. As Barcelona, <laughs> how, does Pete? Next, You're still alive. <clears> how does the next
0: how uh, does the next round work in Europa? Like, how do they seed it?
2: It depends on where you finish. Like, are, exactly all those, right. are all
0: those are all those Champions League teams like one seed? Well,
2: I don't know, but I, I think that the second seed plays the third seed in a in a in like a, an additional knockout game. I think. So that's why it does matter to finish the top of the table. Know. Which I don't think United can. By the way, so
0: if you if if the teams the That's a top their group, I think you go right to the you to go, go right to the the knockout. the the
2: knockout stage. You don't have to play the additional. Uh, there's an additional game for Does sure. The Champions
0: League teams have to play the additional.
2: I I don't know. I know that the third know. place I should know more about Europa. the third place Champions League team is going to go into Europa obviously, and they're going to play one of the the second seated uh Europa League teams in a uh, basically an additional game to be played at the beginning of the year is the way I kind of understood it but I could be completely wrong on that I just know that there is a lot of emphasis on finishing top of your table in Europa to avoid that additional game yeah against the uh Champions League come in
1: in knockout round playoffs here it is in knockout round playoffs. The runners up of the Europa League group stage are seated yeah. against the teams that finished yeah. third in the Champions, and that's state. going to be
2: United. Oh, There's cool. no way that United is can it win a their one group.
0: off or a double leg. Uh,
2: Even what? if they United,
1: aren't you, you have to win by like no, five we goals. We, we, we have to beat. We have to beat. No, no I think, I think it's a, a lot. Two. I think we have to. It's it's head to head still. I think in um, Europa. No, I was listening to the po- to a podcast, uh, Manchester United podcast. We have to beat them by two. They beat us one zero. We beat oh, um, them by two. So it's not goal difference. It's head to head. In, in so Sochi sure she dad's not bad either. No, they're, they're they're doing well and they're doing well in the. See, so uh, they beat them uh, two really zero.
0: A tough game. I hope you waste yes. all your energy. I hope you waste all your. Energy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, it's lame, guys. <laughs> like, Europa League is lame, and I don't ever really pay attention to it until the actual, uh, like, I don't know, semifinals, and by. Don't pay attention to I mean, I, I watch every game, but oh, I don't... Oh, you know what? Uh, that, that makes yeah, sense. Like, When's the
0: last that. time you watched a Europa game and enjoyed yourself?
1: Never. <laughs> Never. The final we lost in 22 PKs. It's terrible. It's miserable. <laughs> anyway, so Thursday nights are for the boys, Ken, obviously. That's right. All right. That's where we're going to stop. For Ken Lee, for Dr. Pete, and for James and his grandma, I'm Tom Miller saying I hope everybody has an awesome week.
0: I thought it was was better last week when uh, James Uh, was
1: hosting. No, it was terrible.